youthful for Christ, we are useful to Christ, cause we're youthful for Christ, and the day we've set your snooties. <laughs> Welcome to the Youthful for Christ podcast, a place where you hear what God has to say to you. Yes, we are youthful for Christ, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. And at Youthful for Christ, we bear the yoke in our youth. Youthful for Christ, you're welcome. Yeah, are you in search of a place where you hear the word of God purely and undiluted? Then search no more because you are at the right place. The Youthful for Christ podcast brings you the word of God directly from his heart. And today, the 27th day of May 2022, would not be different. So wherever you are listening to us all over the world on this bright and beautiful day i say grace to you and peace from god the father and the lord jesus christ i welcome you to another mind opening and splendid episode of what god says to you today the podcast of the youtube for christ team a place where you always hear what god says to you you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome Yeah, it is true that a pair of glasses with broken or discolored lenses is surely going to give you a distorted view. And the truth is every individual on earth has a pair of glasses by which they view the world. And the wrong type will definitely give you a distorted world view, which will ultimately affect every aspect of your life. If you think right, you would live right. And when you don't, you would certainly not and that is why on this episode today we want to discuss world view and the question is what is your world view what is your world view and on this episode today we're going to be considering the world and its view in contrast to biblical worldview and how your worldview is formed we're going to see how does your worldview shape your life we're going to answer one of life's most important question who am i we're going to see six important components of biblical worldview. All this and many more we'll be discussing on today's episode as we discuss biblical worldview. It's surely going to be mind-opening and like ever before, it's going to be interesting and I'm sure you won't want to miss this. So wherever you are all over the world listening to us on this episode, sit back, go nowhere. We'll continue shortly after this break. That is what God says to you today, brought to you by the Little for Christ podcast. Always a place where you hear what God says to you. We'll be back after this break. You are listening to what God says to you today, brought to you by the Youthful for Christ podcast. The Youthful for Christ, the team of young minds alike who are burning with zeal for Christ. We are given the mandate of Psalm 51 verse 13. 
the Ministry of Reconciliation. Our vision and mission includes, but not limited to, reaching out to more than 1,000 youths yearly, teaching the young ones to be in the world and not be of it, imparting the youths for their vision, supporting them for their purpose and empower them for their mission. Our motto is John chapter 17 verse 16, in the world not of the world, and our slogan is Lamentations 3 verse 27. Because at Youthful for Christ, we are known for bearing the yoke in our youths. Join us today and be part of this great work of God. Okay, you're welcome back from the break and you're welcome to this mind-opening and splendid episode on our text today while we're considering biblical worldview we're going to take we're going to see proverbs 27 verse 7a that will be our text on today's episode proverbs 23 verse 7a and i want to read from the new king james version the a part says for as he thinks in his heart so is he as he thinks in his heart so is he and today we're considering biblical worldview before we continue i would like us to see something from the book of romans chapter 12 verse 2 romans chapter 12 verse 2 and i read it says don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect that is romans chapter 12 verse 2 from the new living translation now thinking about what view what view what is what view and who is affected by this now the truth is that everybody has a what view from the pygmy tribes in in the Congo to the Coughlin staffer in the White House. Everybody has a philosophy of, of, of how they view the world. Now, to put it simply, a worldview is simply the way that a human looks at life, the way we perceive things. Everyone has a lens that they look at the world through and we may look at the world and the way we look at the world makes all the difference in the world it determines how we define reality as well as how we relate to each other everyone has a lens through which they interpret where life came from and why bad things happen and what their purpose of existence is really all about everyone everyone has a worldview everyone has a worldview and whether you are conscious of it or not your worldview will shape in your life whether you are aware of it or not every daily activity that happens everything you see around you are the components of your worldview everything you take in you perceive it everything you believe in all these are what eventually shapes your worldview and the truth is that nobody is left without a worldview 
nobody is left without the world view whether it is those who are the primitive ones or those who are civilized everyone has a world view and in today's episode we want to be focusing on biblical worldview have you known what worldview is now what is biblical worldview you would know that it is the pattern of how we see the world from the perspective of scripture biblical worldview now a person's worldview is formed in many ways like we said it is something that happens in your subconscious mind whether you are aware of it or not you are forming a worldview every day that comes and go now a person's worldview is formed in many ways the first of this way is culture the civilization that he lives in his society the value system customs arts and his heritage with all of its tradition traits and ideas these are the first thing and on the second thing that forms a person's worldview is education what he has been taught as truth and please understand that you and i are a product of what we read watch and subject our minds to another thing that forms a person's worldview is religious beliefs what he has been taught as matters of faith the fourth is emotions how a person feels about a matter can be so strong that it outweighs any other logic or truth and lastly the bible believe in god's written word and adherence to its preaching adherence to its teaching adherence to everything the bible says all these are the formation of a person's worldview all these are the formation of a person's worldview and now the question is the question is what is the view of the world in contrast to biblical worldview when we come back from this break we're going to discuss this and many more sit back and go nowhere we'll be back shortly Hello everyone around the world, I'm Reverend Kwan Obihanda, Senior Pastor of Shortsville International Christian Center. Keep listening to what God says to you today, a podcast by Youthful for Christ team. A place where you hear what God says to you. God bless you. Okay, you're welcome back from the break. And in this episode, we'll be discussing biblical worldview. And now I want to talk about culture and a biblical worldview. Culture and a biblical worldview. We've seen the formation of a person's worldview. We've seen that culture is one of the greatest influence. And I want to talk about culture in relation to biblical worldview. As we try to understand our own worldview, we find ourselves influenced by others. Their influences are part of our culture. Culture is how a group collectively perceives the world. Culture unites us with others and why its influences are kind of strong on us. 
we can also influence it if we take hold of ourselves but we should be weary we should be weary of outside influences that do not align with scripture culture is not a bad thing god created it as we teach our children as we are being taught also we must teach them to see the world through the lens of god's word god created a good word but sin entered the scene and as a result our hearts are twisted and bent away from god but the good news is that god redeemed us through his son and one day he will come back again and rule the whole world until then culture will have the marks of sin and if you are not careful with this cultural thing you won't be able to to fashion a good worldview and it is true that how you look at the world is largely shaped by the culture around you and your culture is largely shaped by the worldview that is accepted by the majority of those who live with it for example if you walk if you walk let's say you walk in a place a kind of place which a kind of place if you walk in a place where you are the only christian present or if you are if you attend a liberal college you are probably subject to a pretty rough environment and the same is true when you live in a society that is dominated by a media that is anti-scriptural by a media that is anti-biblical the culture is ordinarily shaped by the majority and you and i have to be careful that we do not let this anti-scriptural worldview shape our change shape or change our view of the world culture around us is made up of the sum of everything that is out there and that is not neutral everything that is out there is not neutral the danger for us is that we can become so attached and so enamored with the culture around us that we actually become captive to it now when that when that happens the first thing that you begin to question is your worldview you begin with the question of the absolutes of god and the truth and the theories of the world that is how culture shapes the worldview of many people today and in a society like ours that is anti-christic a society that is anti-scriptural a society that is that is that is not conformed what people get is that they try to shape how they see the world not from the master of the universe but from what people think from vain psychologists human philosophies and all those high sounding nonsense as said by apostle paul and that is why we we read in romans chapter 12 verse 2 it says do not copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think we read in our text in proverbs 23 verse 7 that as a man thinks in his heart so he is and then in romans chapter 12 verse 2 he says god is going to change the way you think and until the way you think is changed 
you cannot learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And that is the greatest priority. That is why you should have a biblical worldview. A biblical worldview. When we come back from this break, we're going to answer one of life's most important questions. Who are you? Who are you? And where do you get the answer to this question? All this and many more we'll discuss when we come back. Go nowhere. This is what God says to you today. Brought to you by the for Christ podcast. The Youth for Christ team would love to hear from you. So after listening to this episode, please make sure you leave a comment. You can join us on Facebook and WhatsApp via the link on the description box and get on board. So together, we will be at the yoke in all youths. Okay, you're welcome back from that break and thank you for staying tuned so far. Now I want to talk about one of life's most important questions. Who am I? Now look at yourself and ask yourself, who am I? Who are you? Who are you? For you, you will make yourself vulnerable to more evil ideas that originate from the media. Who are you? Who answers this question for you? Who answers this question? Where do you get the answer to the question, Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Where do you get the answers to this question? Holding a biblical worldview is required so that you may avoid the strong impending influence of today's, today's media. What Muella, author of Youth Culture 101 states, teenagers spend a good amount of time and energy trying to answer the question, who am I? When the family or church fails to answer these questions for teenager, then by default they forfeit by default, they forfeit their influence. They forfeit their influence to the media. Now, staying grounded in God's word will keep you from being pulled into the perverse ideas that the media is trying to make you believe. If you let media answer this question for you, you will make yourself vulnerable to more evil ideas that originate from the media. Television shows and music incorporate drugs, alcohol, and sexual content to answer your question, who am I? You find these topics in media because they are weak areas for all humans and appeal to you. They appeal to us. However, the Bible tells us that we cannot take refuge from these things. 
we cannot take refuge from these things we cannot trust them that is why you have to not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind by the renewing of your mind and all this that happens in media you discover that they are all anti-scripture they are all anti-scripture media and all everything they bring to you they are all anti-scripture they negate what the principles of the bible teaches they do and that is why you have to be very careful where you get all those information how are they affecting you how do you allow your life to be shaped by it our worldview is very influential in the decision we make however many people do not know how your worldview is shaped because it happens in their subconscious mind it happens in the subconscious mind if evil corrupts your foundation then you will not be able to live your life as Christ has called you to live it is crucial to have a biblical worldview so that you can avoid the corruption of today's society evade the evil influence of the media and overlook progressive views of the colleges and the universities now when you faced when you're faced with a problem or challenge your worldview becomes the source and foundation on which you make your action your response or your decision it is important for you to base your worldview on biblical ideas because it will enable you to stand firm in your belief and resist the strong influence of evil and corruption into this society society has a profound influence like we have said talking about culture in relation to biblical in biblical culture in relation to biblical biblical worldview and you will see that the influence of society is very strong is very strong much of what society believes and portrays reject and contradicts the whole idea of god and the bible like we have seen in romans 2 verse 2 do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god wants this is one scripture we can never overemphasize while talking on biblical worldview we're going to we're going on a break now when we come back we'll continue on biblical worldview i'm going to say the six important components of a biblical worldview don't go anywhere we'll continue shortly do you truly want to hear god talk to you listen to what god says to you today the podcast of the youthful for christ team every friday and hear what god says to you
okay you're welcome back from that break and thank you for staying tuned so far now it is true that a christ-centered foundation will help you decipher what you should and should not do even though the majority of people might act in a certain manner this does not make their actions biblical in fact their actions most likely contradict what the bible has to say even though they may not be they may not be intending to this is why you must set out your worldview nothing on god's word and nothing else so that you may not fall under the influence of society del tacket author of the article why is a biblical worldview why is a biblical worldview important states that aligning our choices with biblical worldview means our choices will often run counter cultural and that is true even well-meaning people who have many even when many well people have difficulty going against the consensus well-meaning people have difficulties going against the consensus now having a biblical worldview will help you overlook the influence that the modern university may impose on you and many of all these theories and um, man-made um, philosophies from vain psychologists now it is important for you to base your worldview on the bible however so many people who claim to be christians believe that this is not important that it is not so much important to center their worldview on god's word i wonder what then is the base of their christianity what then is the base of their christianity now many people who feel that they can avoid the evil and sinful nature of today's society by themselves are in for a big trouble because there is no way you can live in this world without being tainted by everything that happens daily everything that happens daily the world and everything that is why the bible warns us that we should not love the world nor anything of the world that is not from god it is important also for you to keep your worldview grounded in the bible so that you will not fall victim to the evil that is present in today's society today's society now one thing we should know about biblical worldview is that it is culture counter so when you want to shape your biblical worldview do not bother about what happens around do not bother about people's responses to what you feel or what you believe because it is never going to align to what the majority of people think or believe the people of the world see christians as those who are archaic and those who are ludicrous and those who are kind of off their mind and this is true because we are not conformed to this world we are not conformed to this world and that is why bible urges us to be transformed by the renewing of your mind because as a man thinks in his heart so 
is he and the truth is that if you think right you will do right and when you don't think right you would not live right because everything that happens all the decision you make everything you do this affirmation of what you believe these affirmations of what you have stored in your heart these affirmations of how you view the world this affirmation of everything you have come to believe and accept and this ultimately forms your worldview and they inevitably affect every aspect of your life every aspect of your life i will come back from this book we're going to see the three dangers facing a biblical worldview don't go anywhere we'll continue shortly Hello everyone around the world, I'm Reverend Kwan Obihanda, Senior Pastor of Short City International Christian Center. Keep listening to What God Says to You Today, a podcast by Youthful for Christ Team, a place where you hear what God says to you. God bless you. Okay, welcome back from the break and thank you for staying tuned so far we're talking about biblical worldview and this is the issue for christ podcast a place where you always hear what god says to you and right now i want to see three dangers facing a biblical worldview what are the three dangers that are facing biblical worldview the first is not viewing all of life through the bible this is a big danger that's face biblical worldview not viewing all of life from the perspective of the bible now you can't adjust you can't just take bits and pieces of god's word and form a philosophy of life i've heard many people say i choose to believe this and i don't choose to believe this you can't be selective when it comes to scripture not viewing all of life through the bible is one of the danger that face many people so-called christians who want to form a biblical worldview this is the biggest crime today among christians they say we will only believe those things that god allows us to do that is still accepted by the society but the ones that are not accepted by the society they want to drop it now the truth is that jesus did not live like that the apostle paul did not live like that and neither can you live like that and be a christian you and i must run everything about our life through the lens of god's view of the world which is the bible and the second view opposing what views as enemies rather than opportunities this is the aspect of we viewing what views as enemies rather than opportunities this is one of the hardest thing for you to do but that is exactly what paul did on mass hill he stood among men 
He was armed with nothing but the scriptures burning in his heart. And he spoke to them about repentance and judgment. Mass Hill is a mission field, not a battlefield. Our apathetic, sensual, arrogant, and sometimes perverted culture is not the enemy. Satan is the enemy. People are an opportunity for evangelism. We must get off the defensive and get on the offensive. The Bible says that those around us who have an opposing worldview have their minds blinded by Satan. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, In whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest they, lest they the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So they are not the problem. Don't attack them. Attack the problem. And the third thing that um, the third the third danger of having a biblical worldview is not believing your worldview is absolute. When you don't believe that the biblical aspect of life and everything that that connects with is absolute, that's a big danger. And I want you to know that it is not just right, it is absolutely right. Now, Paul preached to Pantheists, people who believe in many gods, not one god. Paul preached to the elites of his days. Poets, historians, educators, culture, shapers, philosophers. Paul preached to them. Paul preached to idol worshippers. Paul preached to mockers. Paul preached to evolutionists. Paul preached to racists. And all this is for you to know that Paul was convinced of the scripture as the ultimate authority. Doesn't matter who you are, the pro- doesn't matter your degree, doesn't matter if you're a professor or not, the scripture is the ultimate authority. And this was what Paul recognized in Acts 17, verse 24, when he preached to evolutionists. Paul understood this when he preached to races in Acts 17, verse 26. What is your view of the word? What is your view of the formation of the world? Do you believe in the creation or you believe in evolution? What is your worldview? What is your worldview? I will come back from this break now. We're going to talk about the six important components of a biblical worldview. I'm sure you won't want to miss this. So sit back, go nowhere. We'll continue shortly after this break. listening to what god says to you today brought to you by the youthful for christ podcast the youthful for christ the team of young minds alike who are burning with zeal for christ we are given the mandate of psalm 51 verse 13 the ministry of reconciliation our vision and mission includes but not limited to reaching out to more than 1000 youth yearly 
teaching the young ones to be in the world and not be of it, imparting the youths for their vision, supporting them for their purpose and empower them for their mission. Our motto is John chapter 17 verse 16, in the world not of the world, and our slogan is Lamentations 3 verse 27. Because at Youthful for Christ, we are known for bearing the yoke in our youths. Join us today and be part of this great work of God. Okay, you're welcome back from that break. And as we begin to round up on today's episode, we want to see the six important components of a biblical worldview. Now, if you want to form a biblical worldview, if you do not want to be conformed to this world, if you want to be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can be able to live and prove and do that which is the perfect and pleasing will of God, what are the six components of a biblical worldview? The first is God is the creator of the world and rules this universe. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, we see that God created the world. In the beginning, it says God created heaven and earth, not evolution the world did not evolve the the theory of the big bang is man's own idea and vain philosophy just to take god away out of the picture god is the creator of the whole world he rules this universe it is his world it is his universe he is the master of the whole world that is the first component of creating a biblical worldview now when you miss it on this first component you will miss it on every other aspect when you don't believe that god is sovereign when you don't believe that god is supreme you will miss it on every aspect now the second component is the bible is god's word for mankind and it is completely accurate including matters of life and its origin when you see Second Timothy 3 verse 16, it tells you that all scripture is breathed by God, even though it came through human agents, but they are not written by them. They were inspired words. God gave them those words himself, just like he gave Moses the Ten Commandments that was inscribed on the tablets. Now, the second component, the third component is that because of God and his word absolute moral truth exists in psalm 102 verse 25 to 27 malachi 3 verse 6 tells us that absolute moral truth exists now in the argument about um uh, morality the argument about the morality the teleologists and the deontologists they've come to this age-long debate about morality the technology says there is no absolute morality man is free a man 
is we man is free and willed to choose whatever he wants and whatever he says is true becomes true those are the theories of theologies but the bible teaches us that absolute moral truth exists because of god and his word they exist they exist and the fourth component is that jesus christ is the only begotten son of the father jesus christ is the only begotten son of god he lived a sinless life died for our sins was buried and rose again from the grave after three days the bible said that in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 3 to 4 and first john 4 9 to 10 jesus christ is the only begotten son and he is the only way to god the only way to eternal life the fifth component is that satan is a real being it's not just symbolic he's a real being a real being who seeks to defeat god's plan for man he started it in genesis chapter 3 when he came into the garden and first peter chapter 5 verse 8 also tells us how satan a roaring lion goes about looking for those to devour and lastly of the six components of a biblical worldview is that salvation is obtained solely by individual faith in Christ's work on the cross and cannot be ended. Ephesians chapter 8 to 8 to 9 tells us salvation is solely solely by individual faith in Christ's work. It is not a group thing. It is not a church thing. It is individual faith in Christ. And only in Christ. Salvation is not faith and work. Salvation is not faith and salvation is only in Christ. Sola Christus, sola fide, sola gracious. Grace alone, faith alone in Christ alone. And no one can end their salvation by working for it. It is a free gift that was given to us by God. And it can only be obtained by individual faith in Christ solely and nothing more. Okay, as we draw the curtain on today's episode, it has been an interesting time so far. And all of us here will say a big thank you to you for staying tuned so far to the end of today's episode. The YouTube for Christ team would love to hear from you. So check up on that description box and click on those links and get connected to us. Send us messages and let us know how the YouTube for Christ podcast have been of an impact to you so far and together let us bear the yoke in our youth and we also want you to know that this is just the beginning of a series in subsequent episodes we'll be discussing biblical worldview and how it affects important aspects of the human life so stay tuned to you for christ podcast every friday as we bring to you what god says to you do not forget every friday we're here for you with the word of god and just like we do at youth for christ podcast it is our tradition to leave you with a very important clothesline and the truth is that whoever you are 
wherever you are, whatever you believe in, Jesus Christ, the Sovereign Lord of all, is coming back again. And this time, he's not coming back as a savior to save the world. He's coming back as a king and as a judge to rule and reign over all. So if you have not yet surrendered to him, repent now and believe the gospel. Repent now and believe the gospel. okay 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 it has been an interesting time and it is time to say goodbye thank you for staying tuned so far thank you for listening to the for christ podcast and to see again i remain your anchor kachko inter until then i say grace to you and peace from god the father and the lord jesus christ god bless you and goodbye listen to what god says to you today a podcast of the youthful for christ team and we believe it has highly imported and richly blessed you please make sure you stay tuned every friday for new and inspiring episodes